Welcome to Coffee with James on this Thursday morning, the 9th of September, a time where you can stop and take time out from your day to reflect and to be enriched uh, by the book of Philippians as we continue looking at this book of Philippians. Um, we're going to be looking at Philippians chapter 2 today. We're looking at verses 25 to 30. Um, I've got my coffee. Um, maybe you want to grab a tea, maybe whatever it, you know, whatever it is you like to drink, or just sit and, and listen as we, we delve into a passage that this week, over the three mornings this week, we've been looking at what it means to model Jesus. What the, There are people in our lives that we imitate. All of us imitate people. We imitate those we watch on TV. We imitate footy plays. We, 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 whether we know it or not, we, we follow people and we watch them and it shapes how we live. Now, Paul, he's writing to a church at Philippi. He's in chains. He's writing to a church in the city of Philippi that was a mini Rome, a place that people prided themselves on being who they were. They they wanted to be Rome. They were like Rome. They, they talked, they walked, they ate, they dressed like those from Rome. But Paul, he writes to this church that's been saved by Jesus And he writes these words. He says, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy, sorry, no, verse 25. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus. Now, Epaphroditus is a Greek name. It's Greek. And so this is someone who was a pagan worshiper, someone who worshiped idols, but yet he's someone who meets Jesus. And look how much Jesus changes his life. Epaphroditus, he's my brother, my co-worker. He's someone who works with Paul and a fellow soldier who is also your messenger whom you sent to, to care to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and he actually almost died. But God had mercy on him and not on him only, but also on me to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am eager so therefore, all the more, I am all the more eager to send him. Why? So that when you see him again, you may be glad and I may have less anxiety. So then, welcome him in the Lord with great joy and honour people like him. Because he almost died for the work of Christ. He risked his life to make up for the help you yourselves could not give me. Here is a man who has been so transformed by the gospel that he he's willing to die for it. See, Epaphroditus is not your standout guy. He's, he's not like a Paul and necessarily like a Timothy. And yet Paul says, honour him. Why? Because Epaphroditus is showing us the mindset of Christ. See, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, it says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Paul has just said, be united, one mind, be one. And he says, and how well it's having the mindset of Christ. It's it's to be outward centered, not inward centered. It's to be Christ concerned. It's it's not to have their agenda, your own agenda. It's not to be self-absorbed by yourself and what you want and what you want to seek. But it's the mindset of Christ means Epaphroditus is modeling humility. He's modeling what it is to serve. Remember the great hymn that we love in Philippians 2. It says, therefore Christ 
he, he, he emptied himself, he humbled himself, and he became a servant, obedient to death on a cross. That, that's the mindset to have. It's to be, it's to be thinking of others. And, there's, and how does Epaphroditus do it? He does it in two ways. It's his love and compassion for the church at Philippi. It's his, his love and compassion for the church at Philippi. And to be willing to come and take care of Paul. He, you know, he was willing to come and take care of Paul, and yet doing this, he almost died. See, we see his love and compassion because he wants to come and care for Paul. But we also see that he puts the needs of the church above his own. See, Paul shares how sick he has got. He is so sick that he almost dies. And yet, in this we see him always putting the needs of others above himself. It's not, woe is me. When I'm sick, it's, it's so easy for me when I get this man flu. It's, the, it's to turn inward and become consumed about my situation and who I am. It's all about me. It's all about how I'm feeling. Look what's happening to me. But Epaphroditus, no, no he thought, right? He, he, he wasn't distressed because he nearly died. He's distressed because they're distressed about him. Do you notice this outward? He, he's not worried that he almost died. He's not worried that he's almost sick, but he's, he's concerned for them and how they're feeling. And so he wants to get and talk to them so that they don't feel distressed because he almost died. Here's someone to honour. Here's someone to model. Someone who almost died for the gospel, who put the needs of the church above his own. So as we fix our eyes on Jesus and reflect on his mindset, as we reflect on Jesus who went to the cross, who humbly served, as we reflect on that, as the months go on, how will you reflect the mindset of Christ? How, as we go on this week and as the months and as restrictions are eased, how will we show the mindset of Christ in all that we do and say? Not because it makes us right with God. Because remember Paul said, work out your salvation because God is at work in you. But how are we going to work out what God's doing in us? Well, be humble and be servant, be outward looking. Who in your life models Jesus? It matters who you imitate. It matters who you watch and who you follow. And so, who do you model? See, Epaphroditus, he was someone who, who, who loved and showed compassion. He was someone who put his needs above his own. He put the church's needs above his own and he was willing to die for the sake of the gospel. He almost died for the sake of the gospel. So, what happens if someone this week bumps into you at the shopping centre with your mask on as you're one, you're one shopping outing for the day or, or as the months unfold? What if someone asked you why you're a Christian? Or if they asked you, what's the difference? What is the difference between you and me? What's the difference between you and me? Would you be able to say, Come and live with me and you'll see. See, so what Paul's he's not saying you just do it with words. We share the gospel with our words. But, but, but imagine the impact of someone said, what's the difference between you and me? You're a Christian, I'm not, but what real, what real difference is there? Even in this lockdown, what is this real difference between you and me? Well, come and live with me. Come and live with me for the next couple of months and I hope you will see. You will see a difference in the way I respond to the news headlines, a way that I respond to my brothers and sisters, that, that, that you'll, you'll, 
hopefully see that I have this mindset that is outward, concern for the other, concern for the church, for them, concern for the sake of the gospel. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this glorious day. The sun is shining. And Father, we rejoice because of Jesus. We rejoice because of the joy of our salvation. And so, Father, I pray that you will work in us. Keep working in us. Help us to know what you're doing. Help us not to be grumblers and complainers, but to be people who want to put others first. Lord, may we not be inward-focused people, but people who humbly serve the other and who are outward-looking so that the world can see that Jesus has changed us. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. See you then.